0: spirit like there are people who are watching at home or in this room and a part of this service where we need to readjust and realign like Ronnie was saying and become available in whatever capacity that means and so just for a moment we don't do this often but our band's just going to play over you and if you want wherever you're at if you're running on a treadmill or cooking a dinner, we're believing today that God wants to speak and wash over you, and as we begin to play, I just want you to lift your hands wherever you're at and in this room, and just begin to tell the Lord, because this is a relationship between you and the Lord. He is with you, and He is for you, and He won't leave you or abandon you, but then it requires a response on our part, because He's for us, because His plans for us are good, Lord, we are available To do whatever you want with our lives, our situations. Jesus, we worship you and we honor you. So we're just going to play for 30 seconds. Come on, team.
1: i've been waiting for breakthrough i've been praying for change i know you work it out for good but how long will it take i've been asking for healing and i'm not gonna die i'm ready for the miracle god let it be this time but if i never see the promise On this side of the grave My hope might be shaken But my faith will never break Because I know the day is coming When you right all of the wrong So I'll praise you in the waiting And my faith will stay strong God, you taught me to trust you Show me how to believe you're the author and the finisher of what you started me. So I'm not gonna doubt it, I'm gonna hold on to peace. Cause if I have you and now. You bring beauty from my pain, it's never wasted, but if I never see the promise on this side of the grave, my hope might be shaken, but my faith will never break, because I
2: Welcome to the Hope Universe, a live podcast with the catalyst of becoming and your destiny midwife,
0: Dr. Josiah Tagara. Get ready for transformation,
2: reformation, and destiny explosion until you become. Thanks for tuning in.
3: Kingdom greetings, kingdom greetings to you children of God. Welcome to Hope Universe. Thank you so much for connecting tonight. It is such a privilege to find ourselves here, to connect together and come to a place of prayer. Thank you so much for connecting. Thank you all those who are joining us for the first time. We welcome you to Hope Universe, a platform where we pray, we believe, we receive, and we testify. I promise you it's going to be awesome tonight. Is gonna be powerful open your hearts be expectant and God will meet you at that point of expectation show me some fire in the comment section if you are happy and excited to connect tonight show me some fire show me some love in the comment section Show me some love, show me some fire in the comment section. Let me see your joy in the comment section. That's it. That's it. Thank you so much. I can see some engagements in the comment section. Welcome, Veronica. Welcome, Faith. Welcome, Leslie. It's good to see you again it's good to see you again i want you to invite somebody call somebody and tell them hope universe is connected hope universe is live let's share the link let's push up the numbers let's push up the numbers the lord gave the word great was the company of those that published it. Let's join together and spread this news, this vision. I'm sure many of you are being blessed. Let's not get blessed alone. Let's share on on our statuses Let's call our friends and relatives. Let's tell them there's a platform where miracles are happening, where prayer is being pushed, faith is being steered, destiny mapping is being done. Praise God. So I encourage you to share the link. Be ready to receive the word of God. The men of God will come, we will pray. The word will be spoken, but it is very critical. It is very, very critical that you open up your heart to receive, so be ready to receive. If you haven't followed Hope Universe, I encourage you to do so just tap on Hope Universe icon and follow. There's a lot of content that's being availed and you don't want to miss on any of that. So if you haven't followed Hope Universe, I encourage you to follow. Follow Hope Universe. You will be informed whenever we'll be live, whenever there'll be some activity right here so you might really need to do that let me not forget to thank our partners those who have been partnering with us to push this agenda thank you so much we are very grateful may the Lord continue to bless you you shall lack no good thing God sees men might forget but God will not forget be blessed we really do appreciate you and if you have not yet partnered with us and this platform is blessing you and you are benefiting from this platform I would like to encourage you to consider partnering with us to push what God is doing in this season. Hallelujah, praise God. Come on show me some fire. Show me some fire, show me some love in the comment section. I encourage you to engage. I offer you the comment section Thank you, Veronica. Thank you so much. I offer you the comment section as your notebook, as your notepad. Whatever revelation that you capture, throw it in there in the comment section. Whatever revelation that you feel this one is too much, don't hesitate. Type it in the comment section. What you will type, somebody could have missed. What you capture, and type in the comment section, somebody would have missed. But when you do that, we capture together. So I offer you the comment section. Don't hesitate comment. Your engagements are very uh, important to us. They help us to remain on the top. Praise God. Again, I encourage you to share the link. Let's push our numbers. Let's push our numbers. Let's share the link. Allow me to appreciate our father. Bishop Osaya Tagara and Indamai. We thank you, Bishop, for the work that you are doing and we appreciate you may god continue to bless you abundantly come on if you love bishop if you are appreciating him if you're saying bishop you're not wasting your time show it in the comment section put some love put some fire that's it put some love Let's love him. Let's show him some love. Thank you, Messi. Thank you, Eliza. Thank you so much. Yes, that's more like it. That's more like it. Anyway, without wasting much time, we're just going to receive uh, and have one song while we are gearing up for prayer. Be ready to pray.
4: So this song right here means a lot to me and I was traveling and God began to speak to me. He said, when you think about company, they come over to your house at some point because they're company, they have to go. He said, but with me, I want to be the person who can stay with you and for the rest of your life. So my prayer was to God, you are the company that never have to leave me. So I need you to stay with me. How can I live? How can I move? How can I be without you? How can I stay? The mist of pain. I can't go on without you. You are the company that doesn't have to go. So stay with me. I'm broken before you. Please don't because I need you. Empty if I don't have you, so stay with me. I live my heart to thee. You are my heart victory. I can't imagine life without you, so stay with me. Hold on, stay with me. 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 How can
2: You, lord jesus blessed be your matchless name We we'll lift you we we'll exalt you tonight only you are god in your class there is none who can see what you compare gotta
4: understand to you. is Every time you open up your mouth and worship, worship is an automatic, it is an automatic uh, 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 a signal to the angels uh, to do whatever it is that God has instructed them uh, to do on your behalf. Uh, I wonder if there's somebody out here
2: who will signal the angels tonight.
4: Signal the angels, signal them with your words.
2: Yadada, sandada, mando, sotokobada. Thank you, Spirit of the Living God. Greetings everybody tonight, this morning, evening to some of you, afternoon to some of you. Let me see who is connected. If you're glad you did, let me see you, who is connected. God bless you. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Let me see who is connected. God bless you, mercy. How are you feeling? Praise God, Majlita, God bless you. Thank you, Spirit of the Living God. We honor you, Spirit of the Lord Jesus. that's God praise God for your healing we thank God for your healing let me see who is connected let me see who is connected glory be to God charity Veronica, malicious Betty is strong bless you it's gonna be good today it's gonna be good who is expecting a word from God who is expecting a word from God My God, my God, my God. Something is cooking. Something is cooking. Something is cooking. Charlotte, God bless you. Pretty God bless you. Who is expecting a word from God? I always say, days are not the same. Moments are not equal. Certain moments are more pregnant with possibility than others. You never know the day that God will visit you. You never know the manner and way God chooses to visit you. And today is somebody's day. God has never sent back empty-handed anybody that came to him with expectation and believing. Never. The dignified can go back empty-handed, but the desperate, he never turns back. He always has a place for the hungry. many people are so full there's a constipation a prophetic constipation in this generation that reflects in many people's attitude when we come to god we come as if we are already full we come as if we need nothing but I've searched throughout scripture and discovered that anybody that came to God hungry, hungry, desperate, God never allowed them to walk back the same. In actual fact, I'm yet to find evidence where there was a reward for dignity When it comes to coming in the presence. And today I want you to, however you can, find a way of connecting with God. Let's continue to engage in the comment section and let's pull out this word together. We place a demand on the anointing of God for a Rema word, for a word from God's presence. I hope you can be here wholeheartedly tonight, today. I believe that God will bless like only God can bless. So Father, we thank you for your word. You have exalted your word above thy name. And I bless you for your people. We are seated. We posture our hearts to receive from you Where else can we go? You have the word of life. And we love you. Consider the hearts that are lifted up to you. As the servant looks unto the hand of the master. And to your mistress. So our eyes are lifted up to you. Father. Thank you. For what you can do meeting us at our point of search and questings, in jesus mighty name thank you for impartation thank you for speaking into the foundations of destiny and calling thank you for strengthening destiny sojourners men and women that are on their way to the place that you have already secured for them even before they were formed in their mother's womb. So I thank you because you are the Omega. You that began a good work in our lives today. You that began a good work in our lives years back. Come on, Holy Ghost, carry it on unto completion, even unto the day of your return. Thank you, Spirit of the Living God, Let me see fire in the comment section if you're ready for the word of God. If you're ready for the word of God, let me see your readiness. Let me see your readiness. Let me see your excitement. If you love Jesus, let me see the comment section turn red. He blooded the cross. You blooded the comment section. He turned the cross. Bloody. You turn the comment section bloody. We love him back because he loved us. Oh, how I love Jesus. Forget about your troubles. As you come before God, forget about your troubles. Forget about what's missing. Forget about what's not there. Forget about what what is not yet done. Think about what he did for you. Think about what he did for you. Jesus, 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 precious Jesus, we give you honor. The process to your position, the process to your position, the process to your position, the process to your position. That's the message the Lord has put on my heart today. The process to your position. The process to your position. The process to your position. My God. I'm going to read a portion of scripture from the book of Matthew chapter number 20, verse number 20. Matthew 20, verse number 20. Matthew 20, verse number 20. processed your position. Then came to him the mother of Zebedee's children with her sons worshipping him and desiring a certain thing of him. And he said unto her what will I do for you? What do you want me to do for you? She said unto him, Grant that these my two sons may sit the one on thy right hand and the other on the left in thine kingdom. Grant it. Grant it. Grant me this one. Pain. But Jesus answered and said, You know, you do not know what you are asking. You do not know what you are asking for. Number one, are you able to drink of the cup that I shall drink of? And to be baptized with the baptism that I'm going to be baptized with? They said unto him, We are well able. Somebody say, We are well able. Let me see that. We are well able. They responded we are well able we are well able we are well able and he said unto them you shall drink the cup and be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with but to sit on my right hand and on my left hand is not mine to give but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared of by my father and when the ten heard it, they were moved with indignation against the two brethren. When Jesus called them, but Jesus called them unto him and said, "You know that the princes of the Gentiles exercise lordship and dominion over them and over one another. they that are and they that are great exercise authority upon them, but it shall not be so among you." But whoever will be great among you, let him be your servant. Malvin, God bless you, you're welcome. Whoever wanna be great among you, let him be your servant. And whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Blessed be the word of the Lord, blessed be the word of the Lord. Blessed be the word of the Lord. The process to your position. The process to your position. Good God Almighty. The process to your position. The process to your position. It is the tendency of God that at the beginning of your journey of faith, He will give you a snapshot and a revelation of a future you can potentially walk into. God tends to reveal the future at the beginning. The Bible says He declares the end from the beginning. Today, I've come to speak to somebody who had a revelation of the future that God intends for them, who says, I had a dream. I had a revelation. I had a prophetic word. I had a prophetic promise. Bless you, Lady Bishop. I had a prophetic revelation of me in the future at the beginning of my journey with God. And the tendency of God is that he reveals the future at the beginning. But as much as he reveals the future from the beginning, rarely that does he reveal the details between your beginning and your destiny. I don't know if I have a witness here today who says, I, I, I know that very well. God reveals the future and He does not reveal the details between now and then. He reveals who He has called you to become. But He doesn't reveal to you the process of your manifestation and the demand of that process. He will not tell you of the valleys, He will not tell you of the height of the mountains. He will not tell you of the meandering distance between here and then, between who you are and who you are supposed to be. Undefinitely, there is a reason in God's sovereign wisdom why he will choose not to do so. Firstly, God will, and most of the times, does not reveal the details of the journey because many of us if we are to get a revelation of what it's gonna cost us and what we're going to go through between where we meet with god and where we are to where we are supposed to be and what god is calling us to do more likely than not we would prematurely disqualify ourselves. We would prematurely call ourselves out of the race and say, God, please find another. And secondly, the reason why God does not review the details and the processes, you've got to love this, and yet he only declares the end at the beginning, is because God knows, my God, That there is nothing that can happen in the process and between your calling and origin and your destiny that is significant, significant power and influence to alter the destiny that God has already set. My God, I decree and declare over your life But the happenings of your life, significant as they are, real as they are, factual as they are, they have no power, significant power, to alter and to change God's destiny for you. He works all things after the counsel of his will. And none of his plans can be thwarted. None of his plans can be foiled. I've come to decree as the prophetic voice and as an apostolic voice over your life. But regardless of the depths of the valleys that you are traversing and you're walking through right now, regardless of the height of the mountains that you have to negotiate, it doesn't matter the distance and how long it seems. It has no power to alter Neither can it persuade God To change that which is already resolved In the council of heaven And in the courts of the heavens Concerning your life God qualified you before you began Your birth was actually A a secondary consequence of heaven's approval For the assignment, the journey And the ultimate occupation of you In your position and your place of calling an assignment I'm sent an assignment tonight to remind you that there is a position in purpose that God has set for you there is a position in purpose that God has earmarked for you there is a place in destiny a spot in destiny that God has set for you glory be to God so now Joseph is a perfect case study of God's dealings with us. I love the prophetic metaphor of Joseph because the story of Joseph is very prophetic in many respects. First and foremost, you might want to understand that Joseph was a loved son of jacob even as jesus was the loved son of the father jacob loved joseph good god almighty and the father loved jesus the story of joseph is a prophetic shadow it hides the story of the gospel it hides the gospel in the old (laughs) covenant as joseph was loved by his father jacob jesus is the beloved son of the father and in genesis chapter number 37 for your homework genesis chapter number 37 the bible says jacob so loved joseph so much so that he made him a coat of many colors a coat of many colors and um, as a result of that but, but, but before I come to all that I, 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 I want you to understand this that uh, because Jacob loved Joseph he made him a coat of many colors you see God cannot love you and not give you tokens of his love God cannot love you and give you token, and not give you tokens of love Love is always reflected through tokens. Glory be to God. When the favor of God is upon your life, it will show. I decree and declare in this season that God is going to show off and show forth tokens of his love for you. I don't know who is ready to receive this. The love of God has been a secret to people around you. The love of god has been a secret and a matter of second guessing to many of you you have been inferring into god's love you have been deducing god's love but in this season the love of god is about to become apparent on your life it will show in your spiritual journey that god loves you Uh, it will show in your natural life that god loves you it will be revealed in your career that god loves you god is going to manifest his love show forth and show off his love in different areas of your life Mm. when god loves you when his favor is upon your life he will distinguish you he will distinguish you god is about to clothe somebody with a unique countenance spiritually i hear the holy ghost say i'm dressing somebody with a unique countenance god is dressing you with a unique countenance spiritually and you will see it wherever you go but there will be a different treatment an aura of distinction and preference shall be so visible upon your life because god's love and favor is upon you. i think this is my word i think i think i can be selfish for tonight and preach to myself Glory be to God There is an an aura Of God's love and favor That's coming upon your life And you see there's nothing you can do To a woman and a man Whose season of God's favor And love has come God's season upon a person Good God Almighty Is like natural season in nature When winter comes You can't bind winter Even with prayer You can't trust away winter. All you have to do is to adjust to winter and wear warm clothes. Listen to the rema word of the Holy Ghost. He says, in this season, they shall not bind your season no more. They can only adjust to what God is getting ready to do. I see shroudings turning into smiles and giggles because God is about to do something in your life that will cause people to just say it's god scarce no, <laughs> no appeal it's god scarce no appeal it's god scarce no appeal this is the doing of god in his life what can we do this season has come this is the doing of god in a life what can we do her time has come land costorabila god cannot favor you and keep it a secret There comes a time when the love of God Cannot be hidden There comes a time when the favor of God In your life cannot be a secret There comes a time when the hand of God Upon your life, even in your place Of employment, cannot be a secret It begins to violate processes And procedures To get you set and manifested In places of preference Heaven is conspiring For an event of distinction In your life Who is connecting with this word? whose word is this one whose word is this one glory be to god glory be to god glory be to god so joseph um, (laughs) had a dream he had a dream he had a dream you see the impact of your life yades the impact of your life is not going to be according to your gender can I prophesy over somebody's life? The impact of your life is not going to be determined by the color of your skin. The impact of your life is not going to be arrested, limited, and localized by your nativity and your gender. There is a God-ordained place of impact that heaven has ordained, irregardless of your gender, your color, your creed, your credentials and your level of education there is an impact that heaven has scheduled and this impact is going to be a function you better get this it's going to be a function of your dream it's going to be a function of your dream you don't have to be the firstborn you don't have to be the firstborn joseph was not the firstborn Yet, Genesis chapter number 37 starts by saying, These are the generations of Jacob. Genesis chapter 37 starts by saying, These are the generations of Jacob. And then suddenly we don't hear of Simeon. We don't hear of Reuben. We don't hear of Judah. We don't hear of all these elder brothers. We suddenly see the spotlight zooming onto Joseph because Joseph had something that was too apparent which was not visible in the life of those that were elderly in age. Uh Joseph had a dream. You see, when you have a dream, when you have the ability to see beyond the natural, when you have the ability to uh, project into the future and transcend time and the limitations of space and see into the future, You nullify the limitations of the position you are in birth and the number of years reflected on your birth document. I want you to understand that in this season, God is inserting dreams in the hearts of his children. And in the last days, I shall pour out my spirit upon all flesh, says God. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Young men and young women shall dream dreams. Joseph had a dream I pray that God will insert a dream Uh, A glimpse of a future That God is inviting you to walk into Listen, you cannot walk into a future That you have not had a revelation of There is no future to walk into If there is no future that has been reflected out of you Glory be to God The impact of your life shall be a function of your dream and when I talk about your dream, I'm not talking about that uh, event and process that happens when you are asleep. <laughs> I'm talking about that thing. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm talking about that thing that you can't shake off that God inserts in your heart. That desire of a future that you long to be by every soul in the inside of you. It might have no precedence in where you are coming from. In your family, nobody might have ever done it. But it was born from within by revelation of God and of His Spirit. As God appetizes you to future and coming attractions. My God. Uh Future and coming attractions. Good God Almighty. Joseph had a dream. The dream that he had was powerful enough to eclipse the narrative and the history of his brothers who were older than him. I want you to know that age is nothing but a number. If you can let your spirit connect with God, you will be amazed what God can do with your life in your family. Scripture and life is littered with evidence that you don't need many years ravena kosaba Yeah, You don't need many years To be able to impact a family to be able to impact a generation to be able to impact your seed, your times a revelation from god will make a difference joseph in a dream but now follow me as i show you how the life of joseph was a prophetic metaphor of christ jesus that the story of joseph is the gospel in the shadows Joseph one day came to his own and his own conspired to kill him. As Joseph was sent with food supplies to support his brothers, they began to conspire against him. They said, there comes the dreamer. There comes the dreamer. Let us kill him. They didn't say, there comes our young brother. They said, there comes the dreamer. Do you know that your dream That vision of your future has power to define who you are in the world that you live. I decree and declare that God will cause to be conceived in the inside of you a future and you will be able to envision a destiny that will so swallow up who you are that when people see you, they don't see you. They begin to see the future, the dream that you have. Joseph told his brothers, The dream. And as a result of the dream that he taught them, they hated him because of his dreams. But you might want to understand this before we go any further. The more they hated him, you would expect that God was not going to give Joseph more dreams. But the Bible shows us that God gave Joseph yet another dream. God will not stop gifting you because people are uncomfortable with your gifting. If you are gifted, you need to settle this in your heart and mind. But it is part of the diet of the gifted. It is part of the portion of the gifted. God will continue to gift you, regardless of how people are uncomfortable with your gifting. You might need to stop praying that God will find a way of stopping people from jealousy over you and persecuting you because of your gifting. And when you are gifted, people will jealousy over you. In fact, you are not yet gifted until people start jealousy over you the moment your gifting really begins to explode and bad and shoot get ready to experience enmity in strange places even people that you thought are kinsmen and relatives and brothers and sisters and bfs they begin to manifest their true colors you see there is a level of giftedness that god can bestow on a person that causes demons to manifest Demons of jealousy will start manifesting because of the depths and the dimensions of giftedness upon the life of a person. I have a feeling and a holy suspicion today and tonight and this morning on this platform that God is about to gift somebody. God is about to reveal the giftedness of somebody here. In such a way that you are about to get ready to see jealousy and envy in places that you have never thought it would come from. There is a gifting that's about to manifest on your life. It's not a gift of deliverance. (laughs) It's just your gift. But its nature shall provoke such jealousy and cause demons of jealousy to start manifesting even in places where you never thought where well, you never thought that it's going to come from. So I'm here to warn you and to orient you prophetically that as part of the process to your position, you might have to be ready to deal with jealousy. Many people are comfortable and can be able to handle jealousy from people that hate you okay that's fine anybody can handle jealousy from haters but you need to prepare for jealousy from people that you thought love you from people that you thought are going to support you from people that you thought are your relatives you need to be mature enough to handle such kind of jealousy joseph came to his own and his own conspired to kill him and this was a prophetic shadow of how John 1, 11 says, Jesus came to his own and his own did not receive him. Good God Almighty. As Joseph was rejected by his brothers, Jesus was rejected by his own Jewish people and brothers. Because the story of Joseph was the gospel in the shadows. Glory be to God. Glory be to the name of Jesus. They conspired uh they took ayano sandaba so that day that faithful day as he was bringing as he was bringing uh the supplies uh, the bible says they when he arrived they say there comes there comes the dreamer let us kill him and see what becomes of his dreams and now there's a lot of meat in this story that i'm finding myself stuck here but let me just flow let's kill him and see what becomes of his dreams you see sometimes We don't recognize that our dreams are so positioned to become a reality. Sometimes the gifted are the doubters of the the reality of what God has shown them. Joseph just told his brothers the dream that he had. He didn't interpret it for them. He just told his brothers. But after telling them the dream as it was, the brothers began to develop jealousy over Joseph, over a dream he did not interpret. I, uh, if you read chapter 37, you are going to see something dramatic. When Joseph told them his dreams, they said, do you mean you are going to be lord over us? Yet Joseph had not interpreted his dreams. Listen to what the Holy Ghost is saying. Sometimes you don't need to just rubbish your enemies. You might want to listen closely to your haters. Listen closely to your enemies because sometimes God puts the interpretation of your dream in the mouth of your haters. God puts the interpretation of your dream in the mouth of the haters don't just rubbish them off and disqualify them listen to what they are saying watch their mouth because they are prophesying and amplifying what God is speaking to you in proverbs and riddles do you mean you're going to be lord over us Joseph did not say that but they were interpreting right what God was gonna do in his life while i'm still on that point listen to what the holy ghost is saying so yes you're right veronica the interpretation of god concerning your dream is in the mouth of your haters listen to what makes them insecure listen to what makes them uncomfortable listen to what causes them to jealousy that is a prophetic interpretation of the dream and the reality of what is going to happen with what God has shown you and what God is going to do in your life. Am I talking to somebody here? I don't see fire in the comment section, but it's alright. So, but let me go deeper a little bit on that particular point. We know Joseph at the end of his life as an interpreter of dreams. What really led Joseph to a place, my God, of being able to occupy the place in destiny that God had revealed to him was not dreams, though we first see Joseph and we are introduced to Joseph as a dreamer of dreams, what promoted Joseph into destiny was interpretation of dreams. Two points, two revelations that I need to give you. Two strands of revelation that I need to give you. Number one, Joseph is introduced as a dreamer of dreams, not an interpreter of dreams. And Joseph's first encounter with interpretation of dreams is from his haters and from his enemies. God has got a way of teaching us What is gonna help us in the future, even using those who hate us? I want you to know that the things that you will use in your destiny, some of them you will not only learn them, from good and loving teachers who love you. There are lessons to be learned, and there is wisdom to be gleaned, even from those that hate you, and those who are spiteful against you, and those who are conspiring against you, even those who are plotting your demise, they have your wisdom and they have lessons to teach you. <laughs> Jande Life is a journey of progressive learning. Learn to be very objective and don't take everything personal. Otherwise, there are certain lessons you will meet, you are going to miss if you are an emotional person who does not know how to regulate their emotions and become temperament. You need to be able to also see what is it that you can learn even from those that don't like you <laughs> glory be to god you see you are powerful and you are wiser if you make a resolution to learn from your enemies irregardless of how they hate you you become more powerful than your enemies because you are able to have strengths in the areas they are strong but those who hate you most of the times they don't like learning from you which means they can never have the strength that you have and they can never know what you know but an attitude of sober-mindedness of even learning from your enemies makes you more powerful and more stronger than them am i teaching here am i teaching here am i teaching here joseph lent dream interpretation from his enemies he lent He was exposed to dream interpretation from the mouth of haters. I decree and declare grace to learn from strange places. Grace to learn spiteful bosses, managers and supervisors can still transfer managerial skills and uh, directorship exposures and innovative visionary attributes that you can still use in your future don't close the door of learning because somebody indicates a negative attitude towards you you sabotage yourself by such levels of immaturity good god almighty i sense the spirit and anointing of wisdom in the session today glory be to God. you might want to trek with me secondly joseph is introduced to us as a dreamer of dreams But we see him at the end as an established interpreter of dreams and a great converter of divine revelation into practical wisdom. What that says to say is don't be comfortable to keep your gift in its raw state. Oh, this is holy. This is the Holy Ghost. Do not be satisfied in keeping your gifting in its raw state. You need to be able to develop your gifting develop your talent process your talent polish your talent is there not a way you can be able to improve on your gifting and your talent what is it that you can do on the natural talent gifting and proclivity that god has given you to make it better is it reading and studying around your gifting and your talent is it um getting mentorship around your gifting and your talent is it studying your field of study and engagement to understand more whatever that takes do what you can around your gifting and around your talent to sharpen it and to polish it so that it can evolve and develop to become the best version of what it is Joseph starts as a dream but he ends as an interpreter that's a level but a level. Glory be to God. And this is prophetic even to believers in the church because many people are satisfied with speaking in tongues. You have been speaking in tongues for the past 10 years now, but never has it crossed your mind that it is important and of paramount significance that you also develop your tongue talking gift to become tongue interpretation because rewards are in the interpretation phase greater rewards are in the interpretation phase oh i don't see anybody here glory be to god i guess i have to close this now glory be to the name of jesus i I guess i have to close this now so you need to understand now that even as they conspired even as they conspired to kill him the bible says when joseph arrived they took his garment from him. They tore it and divided it among them. Mixed it with blood. And they took it back to his father. And they as evidence that Joseph had died. My God. They took his garment. Do you remember that on the cross, the soldiers also shot over the garment of Jesus? Glory be to God. So the story of Joseph is a prophetic shadow of the gospel. Glory be to the name of Jesus. Even as they parted the garment of Jesus, so they fought over the garment of Joseph. Now you got to watch this. When they brought the garment of Joseph mixed with the blood of an animal to Jacob, it was enough evidence to Jacob that Joseph was dead. But the fact that they had evidence that Jacob, Joseph was dead, didn't mean that it was true. See, in life, people can have the evidence. But the presence of evidence does not mean it is the truth. The presence of verified V-11 and evidence does not mean that it is true. In life you want to be very careful Whose report you believe Because there are certain people who can even come to you With evidence concerning certain people And concerning certain individuals But the fact that they have have evidence Doesn't necessarily mean that it is true And the opposite is also true The absence of evidence Does not mean it's a lie The absence of evidence does not mean it does not exist. The absence of evidence does not mean it's a lie. His divine power has already given you all things that pertain to this life and godliness through the knowledge of him. The absence of the evidence of this does not mean it's a lie. Uh, By his stripes You were healed The absence of this evidence Does not mean it's not true I don't know if I'm teaching You are a great man The absence of evidence Of what I'm saying Does not mean it's a lie you are destined for glory and greatness the absence of this evidence does not mean it's a lie you are destined to be a multi-millionaire and a multi-billionaire but the absence of the evidence of what i'm saying doesn't mean it's not true actually genuine greatness is not intimidated by the absence of evidence Genuine greatness can begin anywhere. Genuine greatness is not intimidated or threatened by starting in smallness. When I look at how many great things came out of small things, I'm persuaded that there are no small things. Great things tend to hide in small things. The absence of evidence does not mean, it's a lie. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So they left Joseph in a pit. They left Joseph in a pit. And Joseph enters into Egypt. The place that God has ordained for him as a commodity. But that was the process to his position. Good God Almighty. Do you know that Joseph was sold for 30 pieces of silver? Joseph was sold for 30 pieces of silver. You might want to know that Jesus was also sold for 30 pieces of silver. The life of Joseph is the gospel in the shadows. Glory be to God. The life of Joseph, (laughs) as Joseph was sold, for 30 pieces of silver, Jesus was also sold for pieces of silver. Glory be to God Almighty. Praise the name of Jesus. I want to prophesy over your life. I want to talk to somebody who says, Where I am right now, the suffering I'm going through, the challenges that I'm going through. Oh, good God Almighty. Somebody ate money because of it. Glory be to the name of Jesus. Somebody sold me. Somebody sold me. Glory be to the name of Jesus. Somebody sold me. I want you to know that you're not know, the first one. They sold Joseph. They sold Joseph. But I want you to understand something. God makes all things work together for good. To those who love him. Who are called according to his purpose. Joseph was called by God. And it doesn't matter what was going to happen in the process god was going to fulfill his word god was going to fulfill his word god sent me to tell you that he's watching over his end of the covenant he's going to fulfill his word concerning your life he's going to fulfill his prophetic promise concerning you good god almighty am i talking to somebody here am I talking to somebody here am I talking to somebody here so as much as they were concerned Joseph was finished Joseph's story was a chapter closed 18 years later 18 years later 18 years later the one day it sold after 18 years good God almighty there is famine everywhere except where Joseph is and they come in the face of joseph without a revelation that it was joseph i prophesy over your life that god is going to bring you to a place where you face those that rejected you again because i should tell you that your last encounter good god almighty your last encounter with your siblings your brothers your cousins that rejected you was not the last one. You're gonna to come together again into contact, but at that point, things will no longer be the way they were. The equation of life would have tipped differently. The story and the narrative will be different. I prophesy over your life. You shall need to reintroduce yourself again to people that rejected you and left you for dead, they left Joseph in the hands of. Of Ishmaelites as a slave, but God says, "I would, I should tell you, you will have to reintroduce yourself again to those that rejected you. You will have to reintroduce yourself again to your ex. You will have to reintroduce yourself again to the boss that fired you." He said, "Daliso Baya, imagine coming to a place where your enemies and those that sold you, those that betrayed you." find themselves at your feet. They have a problem for which you are the only one in the world who has a solution. That sounds like a prophetic word for somebody. There is a time coming when God shall hide the solution of the problem that your persecutors will be having. The solution will only be in you. And they will find themselves at your feet without even knowing it is you. What a perfect place and time for revenge. That's why you need to make sure you get the lesson of forgiveness right. Your greatest test is not when you are being afflicted. Your greatest test is not when you are rejected. Your greatest test is not when you are left in the pit. Your greatest challenge is not when you are sold as a slave. Your greatest challenge is not to be separated from those that love you. Your greatest test is going to be when you have an opportunity to revenge against those that caused you pain. You look at your body, you see the scars, you look into your history, and you have the evidence of what they did. And they don't even know it is you in other words you have perfect power to ayana Kosa, what do you do when your enemies are at your mess your enemies are at your feet and they don't even know it is you we live in a world where it is so easy to harm those that have harmed you and nobody can even track it back to you but that is where the true test of your maturity in the character of christ is going to be required of joseph helps them and they don't even know the help they are getting is coming from the one that they were spiteful about when the dream of the rejected come to pass the rejected should never take an opportunity for vengeance vengeance belongs to god vengeance belongs to god god send me to say to somebody right here right now Let go and let God. Let go and let God. Walk out of your yesterday. Forget the former things. God is doing a new thing. Let go and let God. Let go and let God. Vengeance belongs to God. Revenge is up to God. Let God handle what happened. Yadabaya let God handle what happened step into a new day step into new mercy today the weak revenge the strong forgive the weak revenge the weak are revengeful the strong <laughs> they forgive am I talking to somebody tonight Am I communicating with someone? Am I communicating with someone? My God, my God, my God. So, why is it that you have to forgive? I got to learn this now. Why is it that you have to forgive? Why do you have to forgive? The reason why you have to forgive is because sometimes, listen to me, when God has his mind made up, that you have to occupy your place in destiny. He can use your loved ones to support you, to orient you, and to get your own cause. But you see, the challenge of love, the challenge of loved ones, is that sometimes people who love you in their sincerity, they might not have a revelation of the fullness of what god wants to do peter loved jesus sincerely but at one point his sincere love for jesus was blind they said love is blind and peter said to jesus at the time jesus was talking about death on the cross peter steps up in front of jesus he says no you are not going to die i would rather die for you but jesus was more revelatory He had a clear picture of the eternal agenda of God and purpose of God for his life. He recognized that Peter's blind love can actually become a hindrance to God's eternal purpose. He says, get thee behind me, Satan. Sometimes love our loved ones can be the greatest hindrance for us to walk into God's purpose for our lives. Sometimes actually our loved ones can be the greatest hindrance to God's purpose manifesting in our lives. But the opposite is also true. When God is resolved that you have to walk into destiny, sometimes He doesn't even use your loved ones, He uses your enemies. Why? Because enemies are faithful destiny transporters. I feel the Holy Ghost. Enemies are faithful destiny transporters. Because they don't give you a choice. Enemies are faithful kidnappers to destiny. When enemies have control of you towards a particular place, they will take you there without giving you a choice. because sometimes it is our choosing that delays the manifestation of God's purpose. It's our uninformed choices that causes the manifestation. Of God's agenda and purpose in our lives to be delayed, oh my good God! But your enemies give you no choice. Your loved ones, when you start crying, they can change their minds. Your enemies will not feel quickly; they will not be empathetic with you. If they say Egypt, we are going for you. It is Egypt that they are going to take you. And when God really wants you in Egypt, Araba Daza. When God wants you in Egypt by any means necessary, right on time for assignment, He will use transporters, destiny transporters, enemies who give you no choice. There are places in destiny where God calls us, where by our choice we might not be willing to go. Jesus said to the church, tarry in Jerusalem until you're filled with the Holy Ghost. Then you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria And to the ends of the earth But after the day of Pentecost When the Holy Ghost had fully come The church was still hanging around the streets of Jerusalem They were still hanging around the temple Until persecution arose When persecution arose They started scattering And wherever they went They took the gospel That's how the church began to grow persecution has always been god's catalyst to move his people into places of purpose good god almighty pain challenges and calamity has always been used by god to move his people into places where they would not willingly go some of you are in nations where you would not have been had all things economically and socially been well in your family but your parents had to move and you had to move through immigration processes and procedures you found yourselves in places where you could not have been by choice but negative circumstances and persecution politically economically socially and socioculturally, you found yourself in places where you never intended it's not a new phenomenon god did that with joseph god did that with joseph a loved boy of his father found himself as a house boy as a helper in the house of Potiphar. but wherever you land however you land in your place of purpose will not hinder God's agenda and what God wants to do with you and in your life am I talking to somebody am I talking to somebody today Lazo Maya Psalm 105 Psalm 105 my god psalm 105 this psalm is a recall and is a recount of god's miracles for israel the journey that god walked with israel and david is recalling the journey that his people went through but you might want to understand you read the whole of psalm 105 but i will read kush and I will read from verse number 12, Psalm 105. When they were but a few men in number, yes, very few, strangers in that land, when they went from one nation to another, from one kingdom to another people, he suffered no men to do them wrong. Yes, he reproved the kings for their sake. I decree and declare that God will rebuke people in authority for your sake. When you are on God's assignment, it doesn't matter where you find yourself. God will rebuke people in power and authority concerning your sake. Sometimes you will fight with people who seem to have more authority than you and who have a greater place of advantage than you. But God will rebuke powerful people, for your sake. God says I should declare over your life tonight. That God is going to rebuke some powerful people for your sake. God is going to rebuke some powerful people for your sake. As he did with Israel, so he will do with you. God is going to rebuke some powerful people in authority for the sake of the church. God is going to rebuke some powerful people for the sake of the saints. Mando Zobaka. He suffered no men to do them wrong. No one is gonna harm you until unless God allows them. I said, Nobody is gonna harm you unless God allows them. Shadebakai. He suffered no men to do them wrong, he rebuked, reproved kings for their sake, saying, Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. This scripture has been used to say, touch not the pastor, touch not the apostle. Touch not the prophet. But the proper application of this scripture was not to the to the cold men of God. This scripture was referring to God's restraint that you were not supposed to touch the Israelites. God's restraint was on God's people. You are the anointed of the Lord if you are in Christ because Christ means the anointed one and he's anointed. If you are a covenant people of God, you are anointed by God and you are untouchable. I decree and declare no witchcraft shall touch you. I decree and declare no witchcraft shall destroy you. I decree and declare no satanism shall prevail against you. I decree and declare it doesn't matter where they go, to which altar they go. They will not prevail against God's agenda for your life. In the name of Jesus. Rodomasa, you are the Lord's anointed. If you have the Holy Spirit, you are the Lord's anointed. Touch not my anointed ones and do my prophets, not my prophets, my prophets no harm. Moreover, he called for a famine upon the land. Listen to this. He broke the whole staff of bread. Verse number 17 is where I want you to watch. In the natural, it looks as if the brothers of Joseph are betraying Joseph. Hello, Samba. In the natural, it looks as if the brothers of Joseph are selling Joseph to the Ishmaelites. In the natural, it looks as if Joseph's life is a mess and Joseph's life is out of control. In the natural, it looks as if God has forsaken Joseph. (laughs) In the natural, it looks as if Joseph is a useless second-class citizen in the nation of Egypt. It looks as if Joseph is just an immigrant in the nation where he is not worthy to be treated like a normal citizen. That's what it looks like in the natural. But I want to show you the life of Joseph from the prophetic reflection of what heaven was doing. In Psalm 105, verse number 17, the Bible says, He sent a man before them. Even Joseph, who was sold for a servant. So it looks as if Joseph was sold for a servant. But while they were thinking they are selling Joseph as a servant, they were implementing the sending of God. That was a healthy strategy for God to send a man ahead of them. And the Bible says until the time that his word came, the word of the Lord tried him. I want you to know that between now and the time when the word of God and the prophecy of God is going to come to pass for your destiny, sometimes you will go through trials. But it is the word of God that is being tried. That's why it doesn't matter what you lose, you want to hold on to faith. You want to hold on to the word of God. You want to hold on to the word of God. Remember in the dark seasons of your life what God said to you in the light. Am I teaching somebody here? Is somebody catching something? Is somebody catching something? When you read a scripture like this without understanding how it happened, it looks as if God sent Joseph to Egypt with a private jet and Joseph had a red carpet welcome with protocol and governmental protocols instituted and set in place as Joseph was entering into Egypt. To preserve a people, God sent a man ahead of them. How did God send Joseph? There is a process by which God sends people and God deploys people in their destiny. We got to learn this now. The scripture that I read in Matthew chapter number 20, from verse number 20, if you read to verse number 28. The mother of James and John, uh, uh, and John comes now and says, Master, I want to ask this one thing. But before she worshipped him, she worshipped him, requiring something. The protocol to requesting from God should be worshipped. You want to learn to worship God before you request from God. The mother of James and John worshipped Jesus before she put a request. Radebakaia. Lendo Sobada. And after she worshiped, Jesus says, What can I do for you? I'm gonna come back to this towards the end. Jesus says, What can I do for you? And she says, I have a request that when your kingdom comes, one must one of my sons will sit on my le- on your left, one on your right. The mother is asking on behalf of the sons. We serve a God who allows us and is able to hear our petitions not only of those things we ask for ourselves but even the petitions we request on behalf of others blessed are you when somebody can pray and request something from god on your behalf oh god anoint patrick oh god anoint rotender oh god anoint taku oh god anoint eunice oh god anoint uh, charity oh god anoint betty blessed are you Oh, God, anoint pretty. Oh, God, anoint stare. Oh, God, anoint Raymond. Blessed are you if somebody can make a request on your behalf. Blessed are you if a declaration can be made on your behalf. Blessed are you if a prophetic word can be declared. Blessed are you if a position in destiny can be desired for you. Radebaka. But we're going to take it deeper now. Though a desire can be had on your behalf Though a declaration can be made on your behalf Though a prayer can be made on your behalf Intercession can be done on your behalf There is a certain process to your position That nobody can go through on your behalf I can teach you the word of God I can feed you with the word of God I can intercede for you I can impact on you but i want you to understand that there is part of your journey that i cannot go through on your behalf it's a do it yourself this is a part of your process to your position that you have to commit and take responsibility this is key to effective mentorship this is very important to effective discipleship. You can have the best mentor in the world. You can have the best teacher in the world. But if you're not going to commit to the process, responsibly commit, covenantally commit to the process, you are going to compromise the manifestation of God's agenda in your life. God sent me to make a clarion call that for what God has destined for you, you, you want to make an intentional commitment. I am committed to the process. Good God Almighty. Shade You can feed the child, but you can't grow for the child. Do you realize that? Do you realize that? You can buy food, you can make the child drink, but you can't grow for them zinda makaya there is many teachings there is many models of ministry that have stunted the growth of believers because we do we have not been calling believers to a place of responsibility to the process because if you don't respond to the call of responsibility to the process it's possible to sit under the best and most powerful global grace and still not be able to amount to anything because there are certain processes that nobody can go through on your behalf i pray that god will give you the wisdom to understand what the holy spirit is saying tonight there's some of you that god is destined for greatness becky you are destined for greatness you are destined for greatness Masvita, you are pregnant with greatness in the inside of you but you have to commit to the promises you have to commit to the process you have to commit to the process and when you are committed to the process it shows it shows you are destined for greatness you? you are destined and called for greater things but you better commit to the process better you are called for greatness there's greatness in the inside of you Veronica, there is greatness in the inside of you. Lady Nazareth, there is greatness in the inside of you. But you've got to commit to the process. You have to commit to the process. The mother of James and John asked for positions on behalf of his sons. But Jesus had to ask. He says, you don't know what you are asking. To the mother, he says, woman, I don't blame you for asking. The problem is not what you are asking. But the problem is, you don't understand the process. You don't understand what it takes. Jesus now began to explain to the mother of James and John the process. Number one. O My God, my God, my God, my God. Jesus began to explain the process to the mother of John. He says, number one are they able to drink a cup they want to sit they are supposed to sit with me on the same level with me another one on my right another one on my left i don't have a problem with that but are they able to go through the process do they understand the process the process has got two components According to Jesus. Number one. Drinking the cup. Listen to me. Every position in destiny has got a cup that is supposed to be drunk. Rosalind, you're blessed. Every position in destiny has a cup that is supposed to be drunk. And secondly, every position in destiny has a baptism. My God. <laughs> is somebody trekking with me. There is a cup that you are supposed to drink for your assignment. There is a baptism that you are supposed to go through for your assignment. There is a cup that you are supposed to drink. The position that Joseph saw he had a cup that was supposed to be drunk. The rejection of the brothers was the cup that Joseph was supposed to drink every position of impact and significance in destiny has a cup that was supposed to show me anybody that is seated on any position in their destiny and I will tell you or they will tell you that there is a cup that they drank second there is a baptism that you are supposed to go through I wish I had time to unpack this for you I wish i had time to unpack this for you the cup of your assignment good god almighty refers to the experiences that you have to go through the processes that you go through the challenges that you go through as you pursue the destiny that god has ordained for you i wish i had time to unpack this i wish i had time to unpack this but you need to understand something about drinking the secret of drinking your cup is this you see when you are drinking something people can see that you are drinking but they will not know the taste of what you're drinking The test of your cup is a private experience. The test of your cup is a private experience. You see, when you are in the process of drinking your cup, people can see that you are drinking your cup, but they never know how bitter or how sweet it is. Right now as I'm talking, I know I'm speaking into the world of somebody. You have been drinking a particular cup in life. your journey you kept the smile you kept on making it look like it's easy but people don't know how painful the journey has been people don't know how difficult the path you have walked they don't know the challenges you're going through you see when God has anointed you for your cup you have a way of making it look easy you see, when God is an, when you when you are drinking the cup that God has anointed you for you make it look easy that people will just look at you and say, Ah no, it's so easy to be like <laughs> it's so easy to be like Betty, you know, it's so easy to be like, it's so easy to be like Tato. So like, I wish I was even like him. I wish I was like hosia you know, I wish I was like. You see, for what God has called you for, there is a way grace makes it look like it's easy. (laughs) And yet the test of your cup is a private experience. And as it is with drinking, oh, you better get this now. When you drink something in a cup, it disappears from the cup and it's hidden in you when people look at you after you drink your cup <laughs> they will not see what you have gone through I don't look like what I have gone through I don't look like my experiences I don't look like my pain you don't look like what you have gone through when people look at you they cannot see your history on you because drinking the cup Hides the experience. Gender Macoba. Do I have a witness here? Do I have somebody who says I don't look like where I was born? I don't look like how I was raised. I don't look like the abuse I went through. I don't look like what I lost. I don't look like anybody who grew up without parents. I don't look like somebody who battled to go through like to go through education. I don't look. Shande I don't look I don't look like my history It takes revelation for people to know Who really you are Drinking the cup hides The experience of your contents When you really drink your cup People will not even know what you drink Firstly, the test is secret Ajia kabadabai Secondly, after drinking your cup, oh my God, it's no longer visible. Nobody knows how much you've drank. Nobody knows the taste of what you've drank. Nobody can even see. Sometimes they can't even see what you drink. When you are drinking the cup for your purpose, it's a personal and private experience. In the session that I'm starting right now, I'm going to finish and give you a bit of understanding your cup and then I'm gonna touch on your baptism and then I'm gonna declare the wisdom of occupying your position I hope the Holy Ghost is gonna help me complete this in this session I want to finish on unpacking the process of drinking the cup and I want to finish on unpacking the process of baptism for your position baptism for your place of purpose and i'm going to touch on the protocol of occupying your position <laughs> good god almighty you might want to grab this book when i get it done glory be to god it will bless you it will change your life but in the meantime if you have not followed hope universe i want you to click hope universe right now i want you to click hope universe right now because i'm going to restart this session if you are slow to jump in you're going to miss out because I'm not going to wait for everybody to come in. I have to finish this on time. Praise God. So you want to make sure immediately I end this session, you jump back in again so that you don't miss. I don't want to lose my flow. I don't want to lose my flow. So quickly jump in as quick as you can so you don't miss what I'm about to share on drinking the cup. La Zonda kabada. And as I go into this session, I'm sensing a very prophetic anointing over people's lives. God is gonna prepare you to occupy the position that he has for you in in destiny. So quickly jump in. Quickly jump in. Immediately we end this session and we restart. Quickly jump